Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. So this just made me think about something because he put a post up yesterday. So you have the top 81 billionaires in the world have more wealth than 50% of the world's population combined. That's 4.6 billion people. So 81 people have more wealth than 4.6 billion people. We already know that Elon Musk is planning civilization on Mars. Uh, we just covered that Mark Zuckerberg and his wife are planning to eradicate all human diseases by the year 2100 by using artificial intelligence. And we talked about potential technology to make humans immortal. So it's pretty amazing and discouraging when I go on social media and what I see is debates about fantasy football. <laughs> um, said rapper having beef with said rapper's husband. Food debates, fashion debates, and a bunch of other random nonsense that has no real significance 
in in life and this is happening in real time right in front of you and you're being consumed with so much nonsense that you don't even even have any concerns or cares about it at all and it's like robbing a bank right in front of you you don't even have to actually hide things it's in it's done in plain sight when you're looking at the the this is things that are changing the way that the world will operate and directly affect every single human being that's living on planet earth and the vast majority of people are concerned with such unimportant things they wouldn't even register on any of these things that I just talked about levels so when you're looking at your life and you're not where you want to be well that's the reason because you're making conscious decisions to consume things that are taking you away from any level of productivity and you're staying there and it's being done on purpose and everybody should be embarrassed the people that are doing it mm -hmm. on the media side the people that are actually producing the content should be embarrassed and the people that's consuming the content should be embarrassed it's like going back to say okay well there's so much alcohol in the hood well who made you drink alcohol you're still making a conscious decision we already know that the the, the cards are stacked against us so when you make a decision to consume this content that's the decision that you're making because there are alternatives you're watching an alternative right now yeah but unfortunately we're never going to have the same level of viewership or interest as any of those things that i just mentioned so at some point you have to take self-accountability and realize that as the world changes and as we enter a new world you can call it a new world order you could just call it a new world um you will you will be a digital slave and this time your slavery will be voluntary you signed up for it and you you gave no fight and you will continue to stay at the same level that you're at potentially even worse your children also and that's the decision that you have to make are you comfortable with this or do you want better choice is yours the choice is yours the choice is yours um uh, let me piggyback off that tesla is in talk with saudi arabia to open a new factory in their country um shout out to jamie diamond jp morgan ceo says that it is a huge mistake to think that the economy will boom anytime soon this is probably one of the greatest bankers since james pierpont morgan who the firm is named after is telling you the truth national debt is 33 trillion the u.s government spending it represents about 25 percent of gdp credit card losses are rising at the fastest rate since 2008 and there have been 116 ipos on the u.s stock market in 2023 um 27% less than the same time in 2022 and most of them are trash the trash part was my addition we have to focus on the parts that really matter arm great kudos to Rashawn for being involved in instacart instacart mm. Um, and Walmart expects 65% of their stores to be automated by 2026. I don't care what Sexy Red said back to... It, it, even, even I don't, leather, I, yo, I don't care who you got to watch from. Like, who cares? Even the leather, leather jacket, let's talk about the rent era, all that. I hate I had, a, had to even do that to get y'all to watch this information. People like, he don't know crypto. 
I know I've been financially free since 2015. <laughs> you can ask my mom, dad, when I was broke, I'll tell you I was broke. When I was up, I ain't going to tell you I'm up, but I'm free. You can ask my baby mama, we'll be good or we'll be bad. You can see it in Xander's face, right? We have to stop, and I keep pointing this out to every, shout out to Math Hoff, I'm going there this week. Um, I ask every podcaster, and I ask every week, how many podcasters make a million dollars a year or more? And Return of a Shot always laugh because they don't want to say most of them is broke. But I keep asking that question to tell you that having beef in the media does not pay you. Mr. Beast just said on a 500 million view, no, no, 100 million view video he did, he got 500 grand. I said, thank God I'm not in that business. That's a lot of other ways to get 500K real quick. That takes two. If I got 100 million views, I want 300 million. But watch how YouTube, after the strike is fixed with the writers, YouTube ends up being the biggest movie producer in the next 10 years. You got a, a model to pick from. Hey, bring me a movie, fully produced, fully edited, or we'll pay for the movie in advance. Which one you think will win? I'm going to go with Google A for 200. Focus on the things that matter. That's what I put up the other day. Too many opinions, not enough assets. And if I've ha helped you increase how many assets you have under management in your personal household, please put yes in chat. But we got to stop focusing on the BS. Drake and Charlamagne. I, kudos to Charlamagne for not feeding back into the BS. You can't even give an opinion no more. People attack you. The yield on the 10-year treasury uh, skyrocketed to unparalleled heights from 2006. The bond market is now uh, booming after it collapsed since 2020. They, even with us, how much fluff conversation do we have? Shout out to the Houston Rockets and New Doku and everybody. We don't have no fluff. <laughs> hey, we, hey, we want to talk about diversification. I, mean, I ain't said too much. Shout out Dylan Brooks. You know what I mean? Shout out to all my Bahamians. Boy. Boy. It's different. You wild for that. I mean, but not, but it's, I mean, you know, it's like, you wild for that. It's like Jay said, um, when Jay, <laughs> I'm going to go to the bench. I'm going to go to the bench. <laughs> when Jay was like, yo, we ain't get through to you yet. Um, Yeah. You, you're going to keep your, yeah, yeah. Attention is the most valuable commodity. This Absolutely. is why it's so sought after. So, it can never compete with sports. It can never compete with entertainment or celebrity gossip. It's just, it's impossible. It's, it's amazing that, you know, um, you even was able to reach this level and still going. But, um, you know, at some point in time, you got to take self accountability. Like I said, we, we can blame other people and other people are responsible for a variety of different things mm -hmm. historically and currently, but ultimately self accountability has to be had. Has to, mm -hmm. and it's like if if you are in a position where you're an adult and you're indulging in in these type of um, mindless entertainment over and over again, it's going to have an effect on your life. It's impossible for it not to. Like it's impossible for you to know every single thing that's happening on Shade Room, on Academics, on Hollywood Unlocked, and shout out to all of those people. TNT. But I'm just saying, it's just impossible for you to, to to know every single thing that's happening and still be at a highly productive level. It's impossible because I I know billionaires and I don't know any billionaire that knows any of this stuff that's happening. Zero. So you can't. You're gonna have to tell them. You, you can't. You can't. <laughs> that information pick, is a liability. Yeah. No, it is. The net negative on it. Yeah, it is. I've never, it is. I've never heard Mark Cuban talk about um, 
Cardi B and Nicki Minaj's beef. I never heard Robert Smith talk about um, his fantasy football pick. I've never heard Michael Novogratz talk about um, my Terry Cloth choice of of outfits on Investfest stage. These are certain things that I've never I've never heard. That was a good I have, time. I have heard them talk about artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, investing in companies, habits, behaviors. Those those these are conversations that I've I've actually heard. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just saying you don't have to have the aspiration of being a billionaire, but these have. They're not done by accident. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. saying that these type of habits are not are not caused by accident. So, you it's a certain level of self evaluation mm-hmm. that we all have to do, even us. Like you know, sometimes you gotta look at like like damn, I'm I'm, I'm focusing too much on this. This this, this isn't important. Thing. I gotta get back to what's really important, right? Yeah. But you're on YouTube and going through the whole rabbit hole of gangland in America, and you know about the blood set in Stockton, California. It's not and beneficial. And in Chicago. <laughs> you live in... First-hand experience. You, you live in, <laughs> in Tampa, Florida. Why are you fascinated with Gangster Disciples in Chicago, Illinois? It's, 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 it's not beneficial to your life. But yeah. they programmed us to look at somebody else's struggle as entertainment. And Absolutely. even even like even like this rap beef and different that's somebody else's that's a real life conflict that's a struggle that somebody has whether they haven't gotten emotionally matured enough to know how to handle themselves publicly or know how to actually deal with their emotional intelligence but regardless these are real problems and we look at problems as entertainment blue face and his baby mom and and the kid like this is, people's problems have become our entertainment that that was kind of the premise of the mental health conversation. And it's interesting that you're talking about because they were saying we we capitalize on struggle, but nobody mm-hmm. talks about solutions. In fact, when solutions are made and solutions are highlighted, everybody does them down or push them to the side. We're not really trying to hear that. And so yeah. when you talk about the mental effect that that has on you consistently, imagine if you're born into that. And a lot of us are like yep. those things that you're speaking of, like going down the rabbit hole on YouTube. But like I can say we're, we're guilty of it. Everybody has right. Like we, we, this is the culture that this, we, this that is, we like, came up it, in. But there comes a point in time and I guess a growth inside of somebody that you realize that what am I doing? How is this beneficial? And what can I do with my time other than this? And once you figure that part out, then these things become more entertainment for you, right? Market monies becomes more entertainment. Earn your lead. These type of things that provide information that can actually change your daily life, that becomes more entertaining. But everybody doesn't get there and everybody's not going to get there at the same time. And some people may never get there. But the people who do, we got to make sure that they get the information at a, the highest level. People have PhDs in gossip. That's a fact. That's and funny as hell, but true. An abundance of street credibility will only leave you bankrupt financially. I've never met anybody that was able to cash in any level of street credibility. So it's like, you it's, it's not transferable. That's a good no. quote. Any financial institution is not transferable. <laughs> it's just not. Nowhere. It's really not. It's, it's not. It's only going to leave you bankrupt in, in, the mo- in might, multiple might, different in a, ways. It might get you a section in the club. Maybe that, that's going to leave you bankrupt. Yeah. So it's just you know. Once again, I just think that. As okay, a- hold on. I'm going to cut you off, but I'm learning to guess what they're going to say so we can respond to it in advance. What do you say to all the people? But will you guys entertain rappers who promote this culture and yada yada? And and that's why. And that's why. Thank we, you. We have. <laughs> we to, have look, to. We have to. This is only the it. Wu Tang has one of the best 
line. I think it was the Jizza or uh, the line. I got you. He said, um, mostly the dumb are intrigued by the drum. So what he's saying by Master that Killer. is, Master you Killer. know, people always say like Nas got bad beats. I never listened to rap music for beats. I, I listen for the lyrics. I only listen for lyrics, but I understand what he was saying. Beats like, weren't that bad either. That's why he said mostly the dumb is intrigued by the drum. So once we started getting into the era of beats, yeah. that's when hip hop really changed. <laughs> so now I'm just saying as far as like when- Keep when going. The, I'm not going to stop you. When the beat overpowered the lyrics. Beat is an important part of the song for sure. But yeah. the lyrics was always the most important part. When the beat became the most important part, this is when mumble rap comes. You don't have to rap. You could just say anything. You just ride the beat. Yeah, you can vibe with the beat. So what I'm saying is that now we're in a situation where, yeah, we can't fight against a, a fire with a water gun. It's, it's, it's just a certain level of intelligence. We have, to, we have to provide the entertainment for you because if not, you're not going to listen. And there's education inside of the entertainment. And that's why it's called edutainment. Edutainment. Yeah, that's, that was crazy. Master Killer on Triumph, he said that. That's mm -hmm. the first time in you year can't, you can't, quoted him. You can't feed a baby steak. You can't feed a baby steak either. It's, you actually end up killing the baby. This is this, this is wisdom and understanding that there's growth and, and maturation. So we're still immature as people. We have a we have we have a long way to growing to being mature. So when when a baby is born. You 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 don't feed it solid foods. You have to feed it applesauce. You have to feed it, you know, milk. Not yet, no. They're going to be like, no, you can't feed that one. I'm just saying an infant. I know, so, but that's what the comments Over the course say. of time, no, this is a serious conversation. Though, no, right? serious. So, I mean, you, you got to have a certain level of maturity to even understand, like, you got to be able, if, you, if you're immature enough to do that, then you shouldn't be listening. So you have to have a certain amount of maturity to even understand what I'm saying. So it takes time for a baby to grow in, into a toddler. It takes time for the toddler to grow into a child. It takes time for the child to grow into a, a teenager. And it takes time for the teenager to grow into a young adult. It takes time for the young adult to grow into an adult. And it takes time for the adult to grow into a wise person. If you try to force that growth too early, then you'll end up hurting them. You'll end up hurting them. If you try to feed a baby steak, you're going to end up hurting them. If, you're gonna, if you try to make a five-year-old drive a car, you're going to end up hurting them. If you try to make a 12-year-old go out in the world and fend for himself, you're going to end up hurting them. So as you're as a leader, it's your responsibility to make sure that you're guiding people in the right direction over the course of time in ways that they can understand, in the language that they can understand, in a speed that they can actually keep up with. If not, but, then what are we doing it for? Yeah, but the thing is, we don't have time. Well, all we have, all, only thing that we have is time. Because if, if you look at it, it's like we had the conversation with Diddy. And he's like, yo, we got to make rapid change and give them different things. And he's like, yo, that's not that's not quick enough. Well, we got in this situation. This is this isn't even 400 years. Slavery, they said 400 years. This is actually even longer than that. When you look at the fall of Africa from Kemet all the way to Mali, these are yeah. thousands of years. This, white supremacy has been in, in, in rule for thousands of years. Yeah. Right. So this is something that unfortunately you can't you can't reverse something like that in one year or five years. This is why when Mark Zuckerberg has a hundred year plan, this is important. When CEOs of Japan are looking at three or five hundred year plans for their company, mm -hmm. that's important. Unfortunately, we are always only thinking about tomorrow in a week. Our long term planning is next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Friday, that's our long term planning. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that, that's not that's not a formula that's sustainable. That might be that might be beneficial for individual person, but when you look at a collective, 
we have so we can't even agree on one particular issue. Like there's not one issue that as a collective black people really agree on. So, even and, even reparations, this people and, can't even agree on that. And that, 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 that analogy, this is important. So in that analogy, where would you say that we're at? Are we still in the infancy stage? Or are we looking at, are we compartmentalizing where we're saying this financial revolution is at the infancy stage? Or as, I, I shouldn't say black culture, but our, our community, where would you say that we're at? I guess over the last decade, that would be fair. Honestly? Yeah, where are we at? What do you guys think? I think we gotta be in the infancy state. We just had the right to vote 60 years ago. Like mm -hmm. we technically wasn't even treated as equal human beings in this country until recently. So. We are just now learning about this financial literacy information that we're providing. It's so revolutionary because the vast majority of people have never even, they don't even know anything about it. Mm -hmm. They never knew about stocks or real estate or let alone private equity, venture capital. So angel investing, yeah. You know what? You know what's interesting? I'm just gonna add to this point of what you're saying is very important. The higher we go and the more people that we meet, let's say of stature and of certain levels of, fi of financial freedom, the less knowledge. There's some at the yeah. top that have the knowledge, but yeah, as we go, we're meeting people, and I I never knew what that was. I never knew what that was. I had no idea. Thank you guys. That's why you guys are so important. So it's even yeah. interesting as we climb because I know that's something even in the financial planning world where you would say, I would meet people of a certain level of intelligence, and you would think, oh, they should know that. They didn't know, they're, but their discipline is not in finance. Their discipline is in health or it's in medicine, and they didn't have the discipline to know what finance is. And so the higher we climb, we're starting to see like. This thing is really something that's been absent from a lot of different disciplines. So uh, go ahead, though. I want to. It gotta be at least a point. fifty year plan. Fifty. It gotta be at least a fifty year plan. This is why it's like, ah, right, you start with education. Like you gotta understand too. I think Frederick Douglass said it's a lot easier to train. I'm paraphrasing. It's a lot easier to build strong boys than to rebuild broken men. So, and that goes for men or women. But I'm just that's what he said. So it's you gotta start. All right, now if we implement this program. And it, it starts with somebody that's five years old. Because even so the problem with the five-year-old is that even if their parents are going to be negative influences. Mm -hmm. So you got to really, it's a whole generation that has to, of negativity that has to be replaced before a next generation can even get in a position to teach their yeah. children. So this is this becomes the new compounded interest, right? Where we look at the time, the information is now the rate that we got to look at, right? They get it at five. At 10, they have it, but then there's a generation that they're going to learn even faster. So yeah. In a, in a sense, that is the compounded interest of the future. But but in, in the investment, you got to look at the threats. Like if she wouldn't have came on, most people wouldn't have even known that they're actively fighting. So even when, when I bring up the rants and stuff, like I tell people all the time, like there's a reason for A to get your attention, but there's a message I'm trying to also sneak in. Even when they have the conversation about diversity inclusion, and that's why I shout out to Nicole. At the event with JP Morgan next month, I believe. Um, there's a lot of interest in us post George Floyd, but now that that has been eradicated, I've had a couple of talks with some companies and like, hey, that was the first thing that got cut, especially with markets turnaround, the marketing budget and diversity inclusion. Well, let's do the hell with that. The only part that that troubles me is that while we are slow to get off the blocks. Those that don't want us to have this information, they're moving really, really, really fast to make sure that we don't have it. Really fast. We gotta move faster. And, and this is my always my point. I never have to tell a guy, get the courage to go talk to a girl. Go buy Balenciaga. Go buy. I never have to push that. Nike, shit company right now. 
inflation goes up and consumers have less to spend, it won't be a great stock. I don't want to keep talking about the same seven to eight companies, but there is a reason why. So I'm going to be honest and say we have to move faster because when I woke up and saw that Charlemagne and Drake post, I saw thousands of comments and of commentary and people write think pieces and you're not monetizing and making no money. <laughs> you're obsessed with me, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. I mean, but once again, that's their personal thing that they have going on. But why long is that? Time. Why is, so why is everybody headline? commenting so much? Yeah, on why is life? that a headline? Why is that a headline of trending topic? Hey, what can you do? Um, Aaron's going to court tomorrow. Let's talk about that. Yes. <laughs> like, let's talk about that. I mean, we could just, it's human species. Is it always meant for a select group of people to have knowledge, wisdom, and understanding than the, the masses of people just to be ignorant? That's how, that's how it always has been throughout human civilization. So yeah. I think that you might get frustrated when you're trying to uplift the masses and, and make them enlightened. They don't want to be enlightened. If that's vast point. majority of people, if if 100,000 people watch Market Mondays, those are the 100,000 people that want to get enlightened. If a million... If a, 3 million people is going to watch academics talking about Chicago Drill and Drake and and um, whoever, Beef, whatever, Charlemagne, then it's hard to really advocate for those 3 million people because they're making conscious decisions. Mm. You could say now they're not educated enough to even make a decision. But at a certain point, it's hard to it's it's getting increasingly hard, mm -hmm. hard to make that argument because there's so much access to information. There wasn't always access to information yep. back, but previously it was it was That's illegal to read. Difference. Previously, yep. information was hidden. You didn't even have an opportunity to be educated, so you you were purposely left ignorant. Now it's it's becoming increasingly difficult to have yeah. that same level of empathy for adults because. Mm -hmm. At some point, you see something on social media, and you decide not to watch it. You see some, you you, it's somebody's giving you some level of information. At some point, everybody at this point, and, of every and you're, race. you're making a decision to be like, nah, that's not for me. Yeah, yeah. The the access to information, the barriers are, are so low at this point that it is a conscious decision that you're making to not be educated. Straight up, there's there. I don't know how many entrepreneurs that we've spoken to who have become successful who, who haven't said. I watch YouTube TV prior to, but prior to earn your leisure, right? I watch YouTube TV. I did this. I would for free, for free to for do free. just to learn. I, I just happened to watch it or I could watch bad bunnies video. Shout out to Benito. Shout out to him. I ain't knocking him. We got a bunch of billion viewed videos, but like, yeah, these are choices. We're making them. Yeah. At what, at what point, what age do you think we should make the cutoff from being entertained to learning to make our lives better? It's difficult. But what would you tell your son? Let's say that. I mean, you gotta understand a certain level. It's hard to to for me personally. I I would I never I was always on that my whole entire life. I always was on. I, I was yeah. I always obviously listen to music. I listen. I'm in the culture, so I don't. I'm not like a, you know, a monk. But I was always I always had a more serious demeanor since I was young. Yeah, I always was on that type of time. Like I read Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was 17, 18 years old. Like yeah. that was like a whole. You know, Bible for me as far as education is concerned. That's probably like what a lot of fifty-year-olds don't know. But even before that, I was always interested. I was interested in in stocks. I was interested in business. I, you know, it's you know that somebody's making money. Mm -hmm. That's how I always look at it. like somebody's making mm -hmm. money. So I'm I'm interested to know who's making money and then how can I make money. 
So to answer your question, it's difficult. I, I think, you know, because you can't have those same level of expectations for kids. Yeah. But I I think there's a intersection. I think what makes us unique, and I think it's what's made us unique since we were younger, was that we were able to find information inside of the entertainment. I think we had this yeah, ability. It's there. To, yeah, I think we had the ability to decode some of the messages. I think we were able to break down and have, you know, a common understanding when it came to music, uh, especially when it came to sports. It was, yes, this is entertainment, but yes, this is business. Why do you get this contract? Who's his, uh, who's his advisor? Who's his agent? Like, those are the kind of conversations that we were having on top of having the ones that obviously in the barbershop, you know, when you're in school. So you can't alienate them from it because there's lessons to be learned inside of it. We had a conversation with, with Lauren and she was talking about Roblox. I'm like, there's an intersection there. And we've said this yeah. plenty of times. Yes, kids enjoy it. Let's meet them where they're at. Let's tell them that this is a publicly traded company. So it's just about finding the intersections. I don't think we can cut off the age and say, you know what? At 13, you're no longer watching this. Can you put time restrictions on some of it? Yeah. Can you incorporate education inside of some of it? Of course. And then you're going to have the real world experiences that you can provide for them as well. So I think yeah. it's a mixture. I don't think it's a cutoff because had that been cut off for, for me or and I could maybe I could speak for him as well. I don't know where we would be without music. I don't know where we would be without sports. I mean, I just say, and this is the last thing I'll say about this. I just don't understand how you don't want to just take your life serious. And like I say, even for me, it wasn't like I was in business my whole life when I was playing basketball. Like that's what I was doing all, all day. I was going to, I was trying to better myself because I felt like that was a pathway to me. The way I, yeah. I never, I never was a gamer. Not to, not to knock sure, that, sure, but I'm sure. just saying that's not what I was doing. I was never a gamer. <laughs> I was never somebody that was just smoking weed. Like I, I, of course you get introduced to that and that's a decision that's easy to make. But I was always serious. Like I always was serious about my life. Like I want to do something. I want. I want to just be a regular person. I want to be a special person. So I. I don't understand how you can just have so much complacency. It's just. It's. It's difficult for me to to comprehend because it's just so much serious stuff that's going on. Like I said, no matter what you want to do, like whatever you want to do with your life, you only get one shot at it. Yeah. So why? Why would you not take it serious? Like why would you? get an opportunity to breathe every single day that's a blessing is that like, the defense mechanism that kicks in all right if i if i pretend that it's not happening if i ignore yep, it that's what it is and it's not happening because my life is there's so much real happening in my life that i need to be distracted by the realness of it now nah, you mean, feel like it's a defense mechanism i don't know if it's a defense mechanism i think that it's just a it's a thing where people don't have that same level of urgency like i said if you look at it from a standpoint of like it's a blessing you're actually blessed to be able to to walk, stand up, and breathe, that's a blessing. There's a lot of people that, that that are incarcerated. There's a lot of people that's dead. There's a lot of people that aren't physically able to to even operate or mentally able to operate. So if you have a sound mind and a sound body, that's that's a blessing. I don't, I think it's disrespectful to just take that blessing and just do nothing with your life or do minimal amount. Everybody everybody has the ability to be great in certain areas. So you could be the best carpenter. You could be the best investor. Like they said, he's the master investor. What is he going to say? The average investor? Like, why would you, you know, say what? Why would be you strive other? for it? Yeah. Why would you? Why would you strive for mediocrity? Like we say, we're the biggest. What are we supposed to say? We're the smallest. Like people get offended. They're like, oh, they they saying they arrogant. They saying he's big or he's arrogant. He's saying he's the master investor. Like, well, what what are you saying? You're you're the best in because you. And, why, and why weren't you putting out the information before I did it? 
they drug me online. They didn't want to be show my face on camera. They're like, no, you gotta like if you're gonna do a YouTube show, you gotta like pull up a camera. Because you should have made two tech in, in, index. No, never show your face. Be like Ghostface Killer. Hey, I don't know. I'm gonna go get my little mask from last year. <laughs> no mask. You know, but but a lot, but it's like even when I put up that post, shout out uh to my guy Zo. I was like, yo, stay inside for two years. That's a small sacrifice. Like when I asked Kyrie, like, how long were you planning to get to the league? He like, bro, I what you mean? Every day since eight. That's what I dreamed about. When I met Kyrie, he was doing trooper threat in front of me. And I'm like, I ain't playing. I ain't not so from a butter rim. You got me. I can't hurt you. <laughs> yeah, that nuts so. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows the level of passion. And the thing that we're really trying to convey is like, you have to have passion for something every day. You have to get after it. Even when we traveling around, these are still our talks. Yeah. You get one life, you choose. And this is what I will say for everybody who goes outside all the time, who parties a lot, and y'all, like, I'm seeing a bunch of people looking like they're happy when they're out. When I see you in real life, you look miserable. It's better to have the real life that you're really happy about when you don't got to post than to pretend like you're posting for somebody else's media. And I'm telling you like this, the media that y'all posting on don't make that much money for the people who own the media. The last thing I want to say about this, because you brought up a, a good point, and I've been meaning to talk about this for a while, because we spend a lot of time in Atlanta, and we go out all the time. But I think I know what you. A celebration say. is meant to celebrate something. So when Drake said drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments, there's some mm -hmm. level of truth to that, right? He actually yeah. has something that he can actually celebrate every single night because he's worked hard enough to put himself in a position financially where it's not hurting him, and then also he's he's earned his leisure on that certain level. How many black businesses do we need for nightclubs? And we're not even owning the nightclubs or bars or hookah lounges. And how many parties can we have? Yeah. Right? How, how many? Like it's it's every single day. It's a variety of different um, options to to celebrate. And this is globally. When we went to Lagos, Nigeria, when we went to uh, Jamaica. Black people party at unprecedented levels. This might go back to a thing of like suppressing the pain because. Yeah. You you know that financially, globally, mm -hmm. we're in the last place globally. So everybody's not rich. Everybody that's buying these bottles is, can't afford these bottles. So is it a thing of just saying, like, I'm just going to just have fun in this moment because I know when I wake up tomorrow, it's back to, you know, mm -hmm. the pain. That's a lot of it. But yeah, that's what I, at some point we got it like, and like I said, I have fun. I go to clubs all the time, but I'm just seeing a pattern with this where this has become an industry. Once again, going back, we don't even own the clubs. It wouldn't even be that bad if we actually had real ownership. We don't even own these nightclubs. We're yeah. just promoters. We're party promoters. And we're, the people that's really getting rich off of this are the liquor companies, which we have no we ownership own. in. Yeah, they won't Diddy. let us own. We heard Diddy talk about that. And the owners of the nightclubs, which 90% of the people that own these physical buildings and structures are not black people. Yeah. So, and even the people that rent the clubs are not black people. Only the black people in, in this equation are the customers, the bottle service girls, and security, and the promoters. That's it. That's 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 the ecosystem of this: strip clubs, lounges, hookah lounges, bars. It, it it's consuming. It's consuming a, a decadent lifestyle at an extremely high level. That's extremely unproductive. Champagne for the pain. And it's every it's everywhere that we go. Like I said, this is Good not point, America. Right. We went to Lagos. Mm -hmm. That's all we did was party. And they told me 40% of the nightclubs were owned by people from 
Beirut. Mm-hmm. Was it Beirut or Lebanon? I think Le- I think Beirut is in Lebanon. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, yes, yes. so the Lebanese own the nightclub industry and the hospitality industry and in Lagos. Whole other country can't even control your own industry in in a black country. We're not doing I, it in black city. I keep saying our music culture. When we scream all that for the culture shit, not our culture either. Name me nine black music executives that run anything. Tough. Even with, yo, Adam of Vulture, Vlad of Vulture, how they're vulture in their own culture. Most of the people who do the negative responses to stuff are not black. Champagne for the pain. Champagne for the pain. We for the low. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.